The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Good morning once again. Another weekend is here. Man, where has the week gone? Rob, how are you? Oh, good, good. It, 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 you know what? It's flying by, and uh, and I could see once... You know what? Remember how long it took for um, when you were a kid? It, a day was so long yes. and a week oh, was man. so far away. It's, it's like, like an eternity. But... It's, yeah, and I'm I'm telling you, like as each decade goes by, like it, it like it like the days go by quick, and uh, <laughs> and the weeks go by, and you're like wow, like yeah. like like Christmas is around the corner, um, and then we've been in this pandemic. What seven months now? Is it? Is it seven months yeah. right, or six months? It, it, it feels like three days, to be honest. Yeah, like it's just uh, it, it 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 definitely time flies by, and uh, you know a lot of changes happening. And and that's why information is so important, uh, right up to date information. That's why we you know we got Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook and uh, Instagram and, and all these other other uh, social media platforms that people can get their information from. But hopefully they're uh, listening to uh, CHML 900 uh, to us on uh, Saturday mornings. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, you know what? If funny you mentioned this topic because producer Jerry and I just before uh, we started the show here, we were talking about you know. Uh, time flying, basically. And I think the older you get, the faster time flies by, or at least maybe our memories aren't, aren't as good. <laughs> it, 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 it does, though. There's no doubt about it. It yeah. does. Um, and it's funny how, you know, as each decade, you think differently, and you, and then you, you see people that are, like, in their 30s and their 40s, and you, know, you could see how they how they are. And you go, was I like that when right. I was in my yeah. 30s? <laughs> you know, in my 20s, wow, I can't believe I actually, uh, you know, I acted like that. But anyway, <laughs> I guess we all grow up eventually, yeah. so we're well, all good. We're I, all I, good. Have, I have two teenagers in the house, and I'm appreciating my parents a little more because if I acted like they did, <laughs> you know, God God oh, bless yeah. them. But hey, let's, yeah. talk, about, oh, I know. let's talk about real estate because uh, as we know, Hamilton is one of the hottest markets uh, in the land. And if you want to... Uh, sell your house, if you're kind of kicking the tires, wondering, you know, how much is my home worth? Give Canada's number one REMAX team a call at 905-575-7700. Rob is online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. Don't forget, Golfie gets it sold. At Rob Golfie on Twitter, Instagram, like them on Facebook. And if you haven't done so already, go to wherever you get your favorite podcasts and download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. We have a, uh, a weekly segment that we're uh, uh, doing over the last number of weeks, uh, questions for Rob. So if you do have a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com, and uh, we'll tackle it on a future program. And if you have a topic idea and you would like us to discuss something that is kind of 
uh, gnawing at you or you want uh, information on a certain real estate-related topic, uh, send an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Pretty good email that we'll get to in a matter of minutes uh, for this week. Uh, we're also going to talk about why Hamilton's condo market has uh, been uh, or has taken a little bit of a hit. Uh, prices have stalled. Uh, we'll get into that in uh, a few minutes. But uh, before we get to all of that, we do have an update on uh, sales. How's it going? You know, sales are still strong. They're still doing well. Um, right now, I, I, I based it on the first 22 days of um, October. And uh, so what I've got here is in, in the first, uh, we're, we're up 10% on unit sales uh, from, from last year. Uh, sorry, sorry, yes, from last year. So last year, there was uh, 557 uh, transactions done uh, from the 1st to the 22nd in uh, October of 2019. This year, we're 612. So we're up 10%. So, so the, the, the market is definitely a lot better than it was uh, um, last year. And last year, it was a good market. Now, we're up 20% average sale price. Hmm. So last year, we're at 549000 This year, we're at, at almost 666000 Wow. And uh, that's incredible. That's like, that's in Hamilton, including uh, Glanbrook, Bimbrook and uh, Waterdown and all that. But it, it's, it's just amazing. But here's the, here's the other thing. So I wanted to check to see, like September was a really hot market uh, in, in the Hamilton Burlington area. So in the first 22 days in September versus 22 days in October uh, uh, this month, mm-hmm. um, October, we're down 8% in unit sales. So it looks like the market's kind of cooling down just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Sale, uh, average sale price is still strong, but we're down 8% uh, when it comes to amount of homes sold. So we'll find out, uh, you know, once the end of the month is, uh, the month's over with, and we'll be able to see what uh, month over month and, and uh, um, over, you know, September and October and also last year's uh, numbers. But in Burlington, unbelievable. Um, we're up, 40% uh, based from last year's numbers, 40%. That's on sales? 100, 192 sales last year in Burlington from the 1st to the 22nd. Wow. And, uh, and we have 268 this year. So it's up quite a bit. Um, and then average sale price, 18% up from last year. Rick, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, what, how can you afford this? Like, how can first-time buyers afford this? Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. I actually, you know what? I forgot. I wrote it down on another piece of paper, uh, how much, uh, Burlington is, um, up from last, uh, up from last month versus if it's cooled down a bit. And I think, uh, I don't have it here in front of me. I have to go get it. So I, I can't uh, give you that uh, number right now, right. but, but I was just talking to uh, somebody and they said like, he's got a 17 year old kid and he's thinking, what, how's my kid going to afford to buy a house by the time he hits 22, 25 years old or whatever? And I, I could imagine, you know, parents that have kids graduating, even university, they go, how are we going to do this? Like, how's, it, how's our kid going to get ahead? It's going to take them till they're, you know, mid thirties to save up for a house. And, uh, and it's just keep going up. So hopefully the salaries keep going up just like the housing prices so <laughs> that um, people can afford it. Interest rates are down. You know, you can get a mortgage at two and a half percent, which is, you know, record numbers in, in how many years, like uh, 80 years. Who knows uh, how long that's been? I, I remember people were saying in the uh, 
in the 60s and 70s or 60s that a 6% mortgage was like gold back then. I think it was. Um, so, uh, yeah, like if you had a 6% mortgage, nobody wanted to pay it off. They said, yeah, give me 25, 30 years. I, I you know, 6% is cheap. And, uh, but look at now, 2.5%. I mean, you're, you're paying a lot of it in equity versus interest, which is fantastic. Right. And in terms of, uh, you know, uh, pay raises, I don't think uh, people are getting, you know, 18% or 20% raises <laughs> nowadays, you know, and if the price of homes are going up that much uh, on a monthly basis, I mean, that is, uh, that's tough to stomach if you're a first-time home buyer and you're trying to save. And uh, it leads me to believe that the rental market might be even tighter than it already is. It is. It is. But you know what? Like, I, I truly believe that, um, that, you know, we're we're in that little spike moment right now. Uh, and I think it's starting to cool down. Um, in 2017, we had a spike moment for uh, three weeks. I mean, sorry, three months. And then it kind of settled back down. Okay. So we're a little bit of a spike moment, but we don't know that. Like, I mean, like we, we are like, everybody's got their predictions. My, my prediction is that there is a little spike moment. It'll level off and it'll balance out. So, and then, and then uh, it'll go back to uh, more of a, a balanced, uh, balanced market. And even if you feel that, like if you're a buyer and you're buying in this market, don't feel disappointed. The, I'll tell you, you're always going to win if you own real estate. You know, you may buy a house today and then you find out the market goes balanced. Let's say you buy a house for 550 and then in, uh, in six months, it's, oh, you know what? My house is on the streets going for five and a quarter. Don't worry about it. Next year, you're going to be over 555, 600 and six, you know what I mean? So don't worry about that. You will be fine. As long as you get into the real estate market and buy a house and you live there, you're in. That's it. You've, you've basically stopped the inflation of you buying a house because you were part of the inflation. Now you're, you own, you own real estate and you're going to, you're going to do well with it. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny, funny way to go. I know wages haven't gone up and people, you know, and, and we're in an economic, uh, kind of a funny market with, uh, you know, tourism and, and hospitality is taking a, a, a bit of a beating because of, uh, the COVID, but we, we'll, we'll live through it. We'll live through it. And we'll talk about this in uh, years down the road and, and say, wow, remember those days? Yeah. We should make mention to that. You know, when, when we're talking about prices, we are talking about average sale price. So not every home you're going to look at in Hamilton in October is 665000 and change. You know, there's, there's some that's going to be above that and there, there's some that's going to be below that. Case in point, I was rifling around on uh, social media earlier this week and saw a home for sub $300,000 in the east end of Hamilton. I think it was the Parkdale Barton kind of area. And yeah, it was a fixer-upper, but for sub $300,000, if you're a first-time buyer and you want to put in some sweat equity to spruce it up, make it safe, uh, tidy it up, and, and, and do that, I mean, those options are still out there. Oh, they are. They are. One sold this year on Beach Road, not Beach Boulevard, Beach Road off a of, off of gauge for 269000 Wow, there you go. Yeah, there was only one picture. It was just the front front of the house. So <laughs> it was that good. I'm eh? sure there's a lot of renovations that need to be done to this house. Yeah, but there 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 are opportunities out there, and uh, you know, so don't feel discouraged. You, if you keep looking and and 
they will come up. You will get uh, deals like that. There's there's always opportunities out there. So they just you just got to be patient and uh, and they'll come up. All right, we got to run. When we come back after our commercial break, an agent drops the ball for his client. Uh oh, what's this all about? Find out when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. I'm in studio here at 875 Main Street West. Just down the road at 1 Markland is Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're Canada's number one Remax team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Find them on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. The handle is at Rob Golfie. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We do have a question coming up in a matter of minutes. Uh, also, I wanted to mention that, you know, Philip Golfie, I, th- I thought he was supposed to be here today. Is he back on the golf course? No, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I think he, I think the golf course is, uh, I think it's, I think they're done for the season. Close, but, close uh, for the season. He's a, he's a millennial, so he shows up when he feels like no. He's, a, he's on millennial time? <laughs> <laughs> That's all millennial. Millennials, no. He's, uh, he had uh, something he had to deal with, um, uh, meet up with a client, sign, sign some papers or hey, something like okay. that. That's so. all right. We yeah, will, it's okay. As long as he's uh, doing business, uh, he's good. We'll, he's good. We'll, we'll allow that, no doubt about it. i, I got to ask you, before we get into uh, this uh, agent drops the ball for his client issue, uh, back to that uh, listing that I saw on social media of this house in the east end of Hamilton. Uh, it was, I think it was 284, 289, somewhere around there. But it, it was a clear fixer-upper, but also they had some shots of inside the house. And those shots were not pretty. I mean, there was garbage, garbage bags, litter. It, it was just a disaster. Would you steer a client away from a home like that, knowing that there might be some wild challenges ahead? Or is that, would you look at that as an opportunity for someone? So it depend, depend, depends on the client. Now, okay. the client that'll be looking at that as an investor. Yes. Now, any first-time buyers would not be looking at that because you're not going to have the money to renovate that house. So um, the agent did a great job by posting the pictures on the inside because it's going to keep all the other people that don't have the money to renovate to, to, that, you know, to look at that property. Right. So basically what he said, what he's telling everybody with those pictures, say, hey, listen, we got this house up for sale. 289. Here's all the pictures. And you can, you can tell, you can see that you need to put a lot of money into this place. You got to do You got to renovate it. Mm -hmm. So now the only people that are going to show up to that place are the people that have the money to do the renovations. And so, so you basically eliminated all the other people. So you you targeted your buyer market to a a select, and it's mostly investors uh, or, or fixer uppers, guys like contractors and stuff. And, and chances are probably it might've sold over asking. Um, but, uh, 
but what what I'm saying is it's good to have those pitchers. You 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 know what I mean? Because it eliminates the tire kickers, eliminates the people that don't want that. Right. I, I know it's not a pretty sight to see, but it's it's important so that uh, the agent that has a client that's looking at it doesn't want that. He doesn't show him that house. You know. So so like the one that I saw for two. Uh, two sixty nine nine on Beach Road. It only had a front picture, so I'm assuming I'm assuming that it, it, it it's a renovator's job, right? But maybe it's not. Hmm. Maybe maybe it isn't a renovator's job. So he didn't have any pictures on the inside, so I don't know. So that guy there uh, will get all sorts of people coming through, right, you know. Right. So and it'll be such a busy household. That I mean, he could eliminated that by narrowing down the the buyer, uh, the buy the, the specific buyer for that type of property. And as an agent, you know that you know that that particular listing is going to be so niche because you're talking to one kind of segment of the buyer pool. Uh, you might as well give that uh, you know you might as well give everyone kind of clarity or full disclosure to say, hey, if you're interested in this, I mean, there's a lot of hard work that's going to have to go into making it a home as opposed to just a house. Yeah, exactly. You don't want you don't want uh, uh, you know people that aren't going to buy this place there. Just you know what, and the more pictures and the more details you give on the listing, uh, the better it is for everybody. Um, it, it's like when you put a house up for sale, and let's say you know there, you need some updates. Like you know sometimes the bathrooms, the house is in immaculate condition, but the bathrooms, kitchen, and need updating, and sometimes the windows. You know, sometimes a person has a chance of getting that because they have, uh, uh, banks have programs. It's called a mortgage home improvement program. So let, let's say the kitchen will cost you, you know, 25000 the bathroom another 20000 Let's say you got 50000 The banks will give you the 50000 at the 2.5% interest rate to do the renovations, but, but it's held in trust at the lawyer's office until you get the renovations done. Hmm. The, 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 the bad side about that is that you have to come up with the money first to do that. And, and the best way to work with that is, is if you go um, make a deal with a lawyer and, and with a cabinet company, say, listen, the money sitting in the trust account at the lawyer's office, you will get paid as soon as the job's done. And then I can, he'll release the funds. So, you know, it just depends on who you know and how you uh, structure that. But but, it, but you may have the perfect house, beautiful house, gorgeous, everything's but dated kitchens and baths, but it's okay. You know, people know that, and then they go in, they can, they can work with that. But when you have to literally gut a house, that's a different story. That's a different, yeah, yeah totally. When you're meeting with home buyers, uh, whether it's first-time home buyers or not, and there are renovations to be made, I mean maybe not s- substantial renovations, but, you know, the, the kitchen needs updating and maybe the bathroom needs updating. You know, the, the two most uh, kind of, you know, glorious places that people pay attention to. Um, do people usually say, uh, listen, that you know, that's a lot of hard work. I'm not really into that right now. Or to kind of, does it depend on who that person is? Because I'll tell you, when, when my wife and I bought our first home, and it's really, it's been our only home right now, we knew that we had to put some work into it, but we you know, had it in her mindset that, listen, we don't have to do this tomorrow or next week or next month or even in the next year. This is a process. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes you get first time buyers that will um, look at it and they say, well, you know, we can do this down the road. And, and they, you know, they may paint the cupboards depending, you know, what year it's done. Um, it, it's amazing what, uh, you know, first time buyers right now, they're not as selective uh, as they used to be because, because the prices of homes are going up right. and they know if, if they walk away from the house that they, they'll, they'll look at it, say, Hey, the floor plan's great. 
uh, you know, it's got the bedrooms we want. Everything's pretty decent. You know, kitchen baths are a little dated, but we can work with that down the road. And uh, so they'll put the offer in and they know they, you know, it's something that they'll do down the road because everything else is in great shape. But like, like, like you, you know, like you're saying, you know, it's first time house, you, you know, you don't want to be too picky because <laughs> once that one's sold, you know, keep looking it, houses, the house prices has gone up another 10, 15,000. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta make a decision as long as, as long as it's structurally, everything is good, you know, windows, roof and, and foundation and everything else is good. Um, you know, and, and it, it, the floors are well taken care of if they're hardwood floors and stuff. It's good to go for it because eventually you'll 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 replace that down the road but just um it just depends what condition the house is in i mean if it's got you know rats running through it you know i wouldn't touch it and (laughs) there's a lot more that has to be done to a house like that so you got to be very careful but but if if it's just a little bit of paint and uh you know a little elbow grease that's first-time buyers have no problem with that whether you're a first-time buyer or a fifth or tenth time home buyer, call Canada's number one REMAX team to get your house sold. 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. What happened this week in real estate? An agent drops the ball for his client. What happened here? So we put up a house for sale in uh, Caledonia, and uh, we, we priced it uh, at uh, uh, six fifty. And this just happened uh, the other day. And, um, so we had a lot of showings on it. So I, I had on the, uh, on the listing that if, if you have an offer, you know, we need a, a, a day or two to, 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 to work with it. I'm not holding offers on this. I'm not holding. So there, there's a difference here. So w- when I put down 48 hours irrevocable on the listing, that means if you, once you have a signed offer, I may need two days to deal with it, or maybe not. It just says I may need it. The difference, in, and so, but then sometimes people say, well, I'm holding offers to a certain date and time. Well, that didn't say that on there. So anyway, so what happened was um, we get an offer um, on the same day, the same day of this uh, house that I listed, right? We listed it first thing in the morning, got tons of showings on it, and uh, we get an offer. And it's kind of a, they're kind of bullying us because they didn't put the 48 hours or 24 hours on the offer to say, Hey, we need a couple of days. They say, Hey, this is our offer. And they came in way over asking, Rick, they came in way over asking. Hmm. So, and they gave us till midnight to deal with it, which was good. So what we did was, um, we let some, a lot of, a lot of people go through and what we, uh, and then we sent everybody a message that showed the house and said, we're dealing with this offer tonight. So if, you, if there's any interest, let us know. So we had somebody that went through, I think at five o'clock, they got the email probably at five thirty six o'clock saying that there is an offer and it's going to be dealt with that night. So they went through the house and everything. So anyway, that, uh, that night we dealt with the offer and there was the only one offer. Nobody else came to the table. Uh, we accepted the offer. It was a cash offer, no conditions. It was over asking. I get a call from an agent. And he said, I see this message that you've got an offer. I thought it was 48 hours irrevocable. And, and his name was Bill. I said, Bill, I go, I wasn't holding offers. It just says we need that kind of time. It doesn't mean we, we're going to like do, deal with it in 48 hours. It just says we're going to deal with it within 48 hours. But I sent you an email and you had three hours to look at that email to, to let me know that 
if you wanted to put an offer in. Like, he was getting upset because he dropped the ball here. Hmm. So his assistant got the email saying that we have an offer. If there's any, if you're considering an offer, let us know. And so they went and they were typing up an offer and everything. And, uh, uh, and then they, three hours later, they look at it. Oh boy, we missed this email that there's an offer and he's dealing with it, you know, at the time that, so what I'm trying to say here is, is that agent that showed the house should have called me up and said, Hey, if anything's happening with this, please let me know. Okay. Number two, that was one. As soon as you walk out of a house, you got a client, call that agent up and say, Hey, listen, I got my client. They're interested in this place. So if there's anything happening, you let me know. Cause I, we're, we're probably going to put an offer in. Number two, their agent didn't even look at their email for three hours. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I look at my, I look at my text messages and email probably Rick, the longest I go is maybe 15, 20 minutes. Like, like if you take, if you want to be a realtor, it's like, it's like a doctor taking a note. If you want to be a realtor, you, you take, you take on the responsibility that whatever the calls are coming in from morning till night. And if you're representing a client, you better make sure you're on the ball with that. Mm -hmm. So their client missed out on a, on a, a house that was probably perfect for them, but their agent didn't look at their email and their agent should have called me as soon as they walked out of that house and said, Hey, I got a client that's interested. So for agents out there, if you got a client that's interested in the house, you call, you call that agent that has the listing and say, Hey, my clients are interested in putting an offer in. If there's anything happening different than what's on the system, let us know. No problem. So that agent lost out with their client. And uh, so, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's a rookie mistake. I just think it's just a, mis a little o overlooked mistake. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but, uh, but Rick, you know what? That's what happens when you drop the ball. You, yep. you lose. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our question today. That was a pretty good story. Let's go to our question now. Uh, I am a first time buyer. I recently purchased a two story home downtown Hamilton. I have been approved for the purchase closing in 60 days. Can I go and buy a car? Do not buy anything and do not have anybody check your credit, uh, credit uh, bureau out either. Um, it'll hurt you because what happens is the bank that will cage you for the financing on that house, they do another check on your, on your bureau to make sure that you haven't bought anything else or, or, or some other credit thing comes up. So I know people, you know, the first thing they do a lot of the times is they go out and they buy furniture, they'll buy a car, you know, all of a sudden they think everybody's giving them money and they think they can do anything they want. <laughs> Depending on how much money you have, just be very, very careful. You don't want people doing a credit check on you uh, from the time that you uh, got, did the offer to the time that you closed the deal. I, I had a deal fall apart years ago. Um, I was representing the seller and uh, the other agent was rep representing the buyer. They bought a, a truck, uh, an expensive truck, uh, between uh, the time they put the offer in and closing. And the bank says, no way, you cannot afford this house with those payments on that truck. So they said, we're not giving you the mortgage now. So on closing, so I find out probably about three, three to five days before closing. So whatever their deposit was, we just said, well, you're going to forfeit your deposit. We have to resell this place. So we came to an, a, a mutual agreement saying that, you know, they're off the hook as long as they leave the deposit. We resold the house right away. But look at that. So, so these people were excited about buying a house and, and getting the mortgage for the house. And at the end of it, they end up getting a truck 
hmm. on wheels. Uh, so, I mean, so just be very careful what you buy between the time you put the, uh, the offer into the time you close the deal. Be very, very careful, people. And you don't want nobody checking the, your credit bureau out, too. Don't start shopping around to too, too many different banks because the banks, the banks, they look at it and say, hey, you're checking, like, you had TD check you out, you had RBC check you out, you had CIBC check you out. Be very careful on when you're shopping around for rates. Yeah. The alarm, and, uh, the alarm bells start to go off. That's for sure. Uh, when when we come back, why have Hamilton condo prices stalled? That's ahead here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In studio with Rob Golfie on the line from One Markland, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. They're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The handle is at Rob Golfie. Want your home sold? Call Canada's number one Remax team at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Um, this was kind of a surprise when I saw this uh, come down the pipe, but um, Hamilton's Condo prices have stalled. This is from a uh, recent housing report by RBC Economics that says the prices of condo properties haven't been seeing much action. Condo prices, in fact, have already stagnated over the past six months, both at the national level, uh, according to bank economist Robert Hogue. Uh, and this is happening as well in some of Canada's largest markets, Hamilton included. Toronto and Vancouver obviously there as well. This contract uh, contrasted with a solid 7.3% increase for single detached homes nationwide over that period. The bottom line is we expect condo prices to weaken in larger markets next year as well. So... Uh, as I said, I was surprised when I read this. You have, you know, the the pulse of yeah. uh, real estate. Is this a surprise? It, it, it is. It, it is flattening, but we're kind of the tail end of it. Toronto has felt it a lot. Like they, they they're in the they're right in the middle of it. Uh, Hamilton is just starting to feel that, like just the tad bits of it. Um, I know in Calgary, they're in a, uh, you know, they just came out of recession. Now they're right back into it. Calgary is suffering quite a bit, uh, with that. And then I was on a conference call, uh, with a lot of, uh, top realtors across the United States. And they're telling me that they're going through the same thing also, like with in the condo market. So the condo market has been taking a beating because in the last, I'd say what, 10, 15 years, uh, Rick, how many condo buildings have gone up yeah. and so so and the majority of the buyers of these people buying these condos are investors so like so there is a lot of and so now the investors are going to say hey we got to unload this because i can't afford it and they're having a hard time even renting them especially in the in the toronto market because all these people are not renewing their leases they're moving back to the 
you know, Barrie, Ontario, Guelph, Ontario, Waterloo, Hamilton, Ontario, Niagara. They're moving back where they're, they're originally from and staying with their parents or buying something in those uh, markets uh, that have a little more space and, or, and, and with a backyard. So, you know what? And it, I think the condo market is going to definitely take even a, a, a bigger beating in uh, Toronto. I'm not sure how many buildings uh, have already been approved or halfway d- uh, up here in, in Hamilton, uh, Burlington and, and Niagara. Uh, but we, we are definitely at the tail end of it. We don't have as many condo buildings as the uh, Toronto market does, but uh, but I think we'll feel it a little bit, not as much as the Toronto market will. This uh, RBC Economics uh, Housing Report also said that single detached homes, uh, the benchmark price for uh, single detached homes rose 12% year over year last month, and that was almost double the 6.2% rate for condo apartments. And as I mentioned before, the, the report expects that condo prices to weaken uh, in larger markets next year. So if you are in the market for a house or a, or a property and, and you're considering a condo, um, maybe waiting might be a pretty good strategy given that, you know, prices might even fall further. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to tell. Nobody expected prices to go up, uh, in, in the third quarter, uh, of, um, of this pandemic. I mean, it, we, I mean, everybody was scared in the uh, middle of March when, uh, you know, they were shutting everything down and thought the world was going to shut down. And meanwhile, you know, housing prices just boomed. Uh, so, it, Rick, it's it's you know what uh, I, I think I think you know they're getting closer to a vaccine. So I think the housing market is going to be even stronger next year, and and move up even more just because of the fact now we're be able to move around. Uh, you know, uh, tourism. You know, people are going to spike in going traveling because think about it. Seven months, nobody's really traveled, right? And we're going to find a lot of people traveling. Yeah, and the, and the prices to travel are probably going to be sky high as well. Pardon the pun. When we come back, some economists are ripping CMHC's previous prediction of plummeting house prices. We'll get to that when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin in studio here at 875 Main Street West, just down the road at Run Markland. Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. The website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfie. Uh, interesting story coming down the the pike earlier this week. Several Canadian economists say they don't believe the Canadian property market will fall as far as what was initially forecast this year in regards to the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation's previous property forecast, which they said uh, house prices would drop between 9 and 18 percent this year. So the findings are from a new report from Finder.com that includes results from a recent survey that features forecasts from 15 Canadian 
economists. Uh, CMHC's chief economist Bob Duggan uh, doubling down earlier this year saying, no, 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 we, we still think that house prices are going to plummet between 9 and 18 percent. We certainly haven't seen that here in Hamilton, Burlington and Niagara. In the reports, there's a senior economist who explained that the average home price nationwide was up 1.5 percent at the latest reading in August and uh, basically cautioned that the CMHC is overly pessimistic. Um I, I, I can't envision a, a 9 to 18% drop anywhere in this area. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we'll see that. Uh, you know what? The guys that predicted that um, they're just, uh, you know, I, I, I can't see that. Uh, it, I could see, I could see a little bit of, of, of an adjustment and, but it won't be that much. 18% uh, Rick is that's huge. And, uh, but I, I don't see that. Um, it, wait till they open up the doors. So as we're speaking right now, immigrants are coming. Uh, immigrants are being approved to come to Canada. Once the COVID's over, they're going to be on the first air- airplane coming back. The, these people that are coming into Canada, they have money and they're buying houses. So there, there's probably like they allow what three hundred thousand people. We may get six hundred thousand people in the course of sixty days coming in <laughs> into Canada, spreading right across the country. And increasing the population almost like what ten percent uh, uh, across across Canada, so it, it, it's just going to boom the market even more. Everybody's gonna, just going to go out and start. People are dying to go on vacation. Money's going to be spent. People are going to start buying and building and, and renovating even more. Um, hopefully, uh, lumber prices come down because it, it's been up because of uh, you know they had a shutdown, uh, cutting uh, trees down, and uh, I guess in Vancouver. I don't, I don't feel it'll come down. If there is just a slight, slight adjustment, not, not, not at that percentage, no way. Here's another thing to consider too. If you live in another country, especially one that's been hit hard by COVID-19, you might look to Canada to say, wow, you know what? Canada did a pretty good job overall compared to other nations, certainly to the one to the South of us in handling this virus and keeping people safe and making sure people have, you know, money in their bank accounts to pay their mortgages, deferring their mortgages. Um, you know, that goes a long way. So there might be some people out there to say, hey, you know, Canada's going to be a pretty good place to live, which is going to keep you guys really busy. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's, uh, you know, Canada is a great place to live. Um, I mean, anywhere in, in, I mean, Canada, United States, I mean, it, it, no matter where you're raised, you're always going to say it's great. You know, people in North End of Hamilton that grew up and raised there, they love that area. And, you know, because you're accustomed, you're, you know, that's where your friends, your roots are. Uh, I was, you know, born and raised in Canada. I love Canada. Um, so, and, 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 but a lot of people around the world don't have it as good as we do. So, and they hear how great Canada is with the healthcare system and everything. And they want to, they want to, you know, establish themselves here. Uh, so yeah, we're in a great country and definitely, you know, the population growth is going to be like a boom happening in, in next year uh, or middle to the end of next year. Because I know people right now are being approved. They're just, they got the rubber stamp to come to Canada. They just have to uh, wait until uh, uh, this COVID's over with. Has the second wave at all impacted the way people are talking about real estate on the street at all? Not really. It hasn't, but it, like, I'm, I'm concerned, like, you know, they're naming a lot of uh, businesses on, uh, on the radio all the time and things are happening. And I feel sorry for those businesses. Like, you know, you've got the restaurants and the health, you know, the health uh, places, uh, gyms. And, and I feel sorry for them because 
you know, it, it could happen to anybody and it just so happens, you know, they're getting the, the publicity and, uh, of, of this COVID. And I just don't want people to feel that they can't go there anymore. And that, you know, like I have no, and, and it's all types of businesses, but it, it, I just feel, I feel bad for the, the businesses that are, are getting named on the radio for, for the COVID because it's, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. It's, it, it has been a rough go for many businesses. That's for sure. Hey, if you're buying or selling a home, call Canada's number one Remax team, 905-575-7700. Head online to robgolfie.com. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at nine on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.